When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Solid Verbal. The Solid Verbal. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! I've heard so many players say, well, I want to be happy. You want to be happy for a day? Eat a steak. It's that woo-woo! And now, Dan and Ty. Welcome back to the Solid Purple Boys and Girls. My name is Ty Hildenbrandt. And as you know, the season is right around the corner. But before we get into the weeds, we are very excited to give you the replay of our 2019 fantasy things draft now this year a little different it took place on two consecutive nights in two different cities one in dallas one in washington dc both of those shows were live but completely different from one another and of course a ton of fun so for your purposes only we thought we'd cut out as much of the overlap as humanly possible and give you one continuous show featuring all 24 picks Thank you again for listening, and here's how it sounded on night one at the Alamo Draft House just outside Dallas, Texas. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. I hope everyone is ready for an hour and a half of intense Hobbs and Shaw discussion. Oh, my God. That is why everyone is here. Hobbs, correct? Shaw, Ty, and Dan. The classic foursome. <laughs> Uh, correct. So, welcome to the Fantasy Things show, or a show. I don't know. We're doing another one tomorrow <laughs> unless our flight gets canceled. Um, we have a lot of college football weirdness planned, but today we drove up from Austin. Boo. Okay. I don't know how people feel. Um, that was pretty good. I read the good. room. That was good. Yeah. I read the room. Um, and we stopped in. Wow. They're still going. They're still going. Um, this is a good crowd. We stopped in Temple, Texas at Bucky's, and we yeah. had never been. Yeah. See that? There it is. So now we're just going to talk about Bucky's for an hour and a half. Have you guys been there? Oh my God. Good hell. We had 11 combined bites of caramel corn and almost went into a comatose state. 
it's there, was, there was a jerky district. There was a jerky district. It's like the joke that I made was it's like Sim City if you could build yes. your own gas station. Correct. Just like a con it's huge. Yeah. We bought nine dollar shirts and we felt wonderful about we it. We felt good about it. Yeah. So shout out Temple Texas, shout out Bucky's and Thank you for coming to the yeah. show. We'll I'm sure talk a little bit more about Bucky's as we <laughs> progress through here, but this is the Solid Verbal. I'm Ty. He's Dan. How That's many people? Taylor, by the way. And Taylor, That's yes. That's Taylor, the Give producer. Give him a shout out. Yeah. How many people are here against their will? That's not there bad. There we go. Okay. And she Couple. took a first row seat from somebody. <laughs> that is brave, ma'am. I like it. Well, thank you all for coming. Uh, we would encourage everyone to take as many pictures as you would like and hashtag them with fantasy things. We will use those any which way, retweet them. I'm sitting in front of a Bucky's logo. <laughs> sitting in front of a Bucky's logo. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you uh, so desire, mm -hmm. we will use these pictures in some manner. But yeah. for those of you who may or may not be familiar with the concept of this show, fantasy football is kind of a thing. It's kind of a big deal, right, that's been going on forever. Yeah. We decided many years ago to take a different spin on fantasy football, or at least our brand of fantasy football. And rather than draft players, college football players, we decided that we would look at the college football season before us and instead draft storylines, mm -hmm. draft oddities, draft things that... Narratives, things narratives, we just enjoy happening. Yeah, Things that we as fans enjoy happening. So give Not, an example. Give some examples of uh, previous year's picks. The best pick of all time was yours, which was the backup is better than the starter. Always. Back because you hear it, right? Yeah. You hear it, especially in college. They have deep depth charts, right. and it's like, oh, the backup quarterback, he would start at nine other schools. Right, right, right. It always sort of works that way. So, so we get we, we score it, and we get points as often as it happens, and we've just come to realize that we just want to pick funny things that only happen occasionally but make us laugh incredibly. So um, we have, across college football, selected a number of things. I think six rounds worth. Six rounds. Snake draft, which is a little weird for only six rounds, but yeah, we've got six fine. rounds. Yeah. And we're going to do the same thing tomorrow in D.C. This is a totally different show. Yeah. We worked hard to put this one together. Well, not that hard, but we right. walked, worked hard to put this one together and then have an entirely separate content right. palette scheduled for tomorrow. Correct. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert. Gr no, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the way this is going to work. Yeah. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to talk through all sorts of college football oddities. Before each pick, though, there is going to be a sound that some of you may be familiar with. Taylor, if you could. There it is. There it is. We stole that from ESPN. Don't tell them. Yeah. We flipped a coin. Mm -hmm. We decided that I was going to go first, I believe, yeah. because I drove up here from Austin. That's correct. Should we get started? Do you feel good about so th we're, we've drafted things. It's sort of like the NBA draft lottery, where right. it was all notarized in the car. Yeah. So I, I think it's time. I think we should do it. I think it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Let's get this thing started. There it is. And there will be questions after. Anybody? We'll do a and a after. We're not going to record that, so really go for it. Really go really, for it. Really, yeah. All right, Taylor, if you could. With the first pick to yours truly in the 2019 Fantasy Things draft, I select Urban Meyer coaching rumors. Smart. <laughs> smart. So Walk here's, me through it. Here's the thing about Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer has lost 32 games in however many years he's been coaching. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's like 
better than Kansas over the last five seasons, yeah. right? I believe so. I, I believe that quick math, math, right? I went to a state school. And he said three months ago when people asked him quite pointedly, are you done coach? Are you done coaching? Mm-hmm. And he said, listen, I'm done. I'm done. I think I learned my lesson, right? I think, I think I'm done. Right. Do you think that will stop people from talking about Urban Meyer inevitably going to USC? No, no because he's... <laughs> what, what did he say? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard, no! Ah, yeah. USC man, section 18! Um, I think people will talk about it. I mean, who isn't watching the Fox pregame show? He's going to be in all of our minds. Um, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the thought of, for USC fans, of saying, we're going to get Urban Meyer is more of a threat than a desire. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I don't think he's going to like L.A. I don't think it's, it's going to be a fit, and I think they would go in a different direction. And honestly, I don't think USC is going to hire them, even if they get rid of Helton. But it will not stop the rumors, because no. people have to talk about something. And trust me, occasionally in L.A. they talk about college football. <laughs> not very often. Well, here's the thing. Is he too serious for L.A.? Yeah, definitely. Think about I don't know if you've ever seen, there are commercials in California by the Tourism Board of California that have like Magic Johnson and actors and actresses talking about how cool and laid back and come ride the wave in Cali. Can you imagine Urban Meyer appearing in any of that? (laughs) The Clippers just spent like $500 million on players and nobody cares. Nobody's gonna care about Urban Meyer in USC, but the rumors elsewhere are going to persist because people need something to talk about. I think anytime he looks wooden and somewhat resentful on that Fox pregame show. Anytime. Anytime he does. That's his resting face. Anytime he does. That's what he looks like. Anytime he does. Right. That will be a little bit more wood for the fire. Right. Sure. Does Urban want to go to LA? Right. No. And he's going to be out there doing I the Fox pregame. I think Urban Meyer show. would take the head coaching job of like the Finnish national soccer team. The misery <laughs> Baked into the Scandinavian way of life, I think is better suited for Urban Meyer than California. I, he needs that sort of gut-wrenching misery to, to exist. It, so. would, it, it would likely bother him that yeah. the others around him would I think you'll, I think you'll do well. I think you'll get points. I'll get points. Do we know what the scoring system is for this, by the way? No. It's, it's sort of like Calvin Ball, where okay, right. it changes as, as we go every year. I think it's a really good pick. It's smart. It's smart. It's, it's going to happen. Right. It's boring. It's wooden and resilient. Right. It's an Andrew Luck pick. That's Shout right. out Stratford High, Houston, Texas. That's all I know. All right. Uh, Urban Meyer, Coach yeah. Rumors. It's a good one. pick. It's a good pick. Taylor. I That's think me. we're sharing a beer. Is that the deal? That's what it looks like, I'm going right? to go get I was hearing one. murmurs back there. Okay. With the second overall pick, Dan Rubenstein selects. He's got a little Baker Mayfield to him. He's got a little Baker Mayfield to him. All right. So I have, I have questions about He's got a little Baker Mayfield to him. you got to raise the register if you're going to talk. Oh, Baker Mayfield in him. What, what does having a little Baker Mayfield in him mean exactly? I have no idea. I think it's some combination of being five, ten and a half and kind of a prick. <laughs> Which, there's like... Which to me is endearing. I like that one. <laughs> I think we've got like 17 Baker Mayfield types in this audience, a quick scan. Yeah. But, I love you. Um, I don't know what it means. I have I a list here, and this is media members, this is random fans, this is media guides, quotes. I have all of the people who, quote, have a little bit of Baker Mayfield to him, 
and it is ridiculous. Here we go. And I don't know. I still don't know what it means. Is it feisty? Is it crotch grabby? I don't, I don't know, know if it's good. If it's bad. But this is 100% true because we verified this with Price Waterhouse Cooper. This is true. Okay. <laughs> what? Are we like an Ernst and Young We're show? Like, I don't I understand. Don't okay. Oh. Um, Sam Howell, North Carolina, hasn't played a college True game. True freshman, never played a snap before. Has a little <laughs> Baker Mayfield to him. Will Greer, Tommy DeVito, British comedy legend Alan Bowman. <laughs> Trace McSorley, wasn't good last year. Mayfield <laughs> uh, Ian Book, Charlie Brewer, Sam Hartman, Wake Forest, Derek King, Houston. Uh, Oklahoma State softball player, Samantha Shaw. Real, 100% real. Drew Locke. Longtime shortstop Troy Tulowitzki. <laughs> Real again. We're going Brock Purdy, Matt Corral, Cornell quarterback Preston Colbert, apparently. A little bang of my own, though. A little bit, a little bit. So bang as you watch the season, he's going to be the new Russell Wilson, not just in the pros. This is a college football podcast. You are going to see college quarterbacks compared to Baker Mayfield, who are nowhere near as good as him, and they're going to be like, I don't know, he's got a little wiggle to him. There's a little. He's got that swagger, right? Yeah. Just, wow, he runs a little hot. He was accused of manslaughter. He's got a little bit of bigger, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Don't manslaughter everybody. Don't know if it's good, bad, indifferent. I love it. And I love it. So I, I'm feeling good about the point possibilities here. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, next bag. So we're doing a snake draft here. Oh, yeah. Which means you get two in a row. Oh, this is a good one. All right, with the third pick. I have selected broadcasting catastrophes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So this includes a lot of different things, but you know how sometimes you're watching a game and the audio doesn't fully cut out, but suddenly it sounds like the broadcasters are speaking over rotary phones, where it's like all of a sudden they're like, you know, Baker Mayfield drops back and, oh, audio dropped out, folks. Audio dropped out, and we are, this, we're going to get it fixed. We're going to get things worked out. Sometimes there's only one camera that works, yeah. and it's the wide cam or like a random end zone camera. Sometimes the graphics say a wide receiver's name is first name, last name. Yeah. That's a first personal favorite of mine. I don't root for it, but I kind of do. Yeah. And I'm pretty happy with this because there are, first of all, ESPN does not, this is kind of shocking to me, they don't broadcast all of the games on site. Sometimes the announcers are on site, right. and it's produced back in Bristol, which means chaos. Total chaos. chaos. My favorite, yeah. and, and this is sort of a, a close first cousin of this, is when everything goes sideways. Mm-hmm. And then they just decide, we, we don't have any audio. Right. We can't pipe them in via Skype. Like, Sean McDonough is, he's MIA. Yeah. We're going to kick Sean? it back to Chris Cotter. And he's going to do the game from a sterile studio right. like setup back yes. in Bristol. That's what he does. And inevitably, it turns into like a podcast episode. That would be like the best ESPN podcast to do that. <laughs> wow. Shots but it's, fired. Shots fired. Yeah. But inevitably... Yeah. That's what ends up happening. It's sterile. There's no crowd microphone mm -hmm. whatsoever. Right. There's no ambiance. And Chris Cotter's like, ah, you know, it's like second down, I guess. <laughs> Do you remember the Insight Bowl from like nine years ago? I believe Iowa was playing. I mean, playing who it? doesn't? <laughs> Shout out to the Insight Bowl fans out there. Insight.com Bowl. That's right. Um, the wow. <laughs> Shout out Copper Bowl. Um, the the wire cam broke that's and right fell and fell and there was a stoppage that's just like that's one up one up one up i'm getting so many points if the wire cam falls don't hurt anybody wire cam so does it 
count mm -hmm. if the pylon cam gets blown up. No, I mean that's it's gonna like happen. It's like pointed in a game. separate direction. If that's the only camera that we have available <laughs> to watch the game, if we're squinting at something 40 yards away with the pylon cam, yes, that counts. Okay. Otherwise, the pylon cam is gonna it's gonna get hit. Sean McDonough via Skype is one of the funnier things. Sean McDonough has been kidnapped. <laughs> that counts. If does Sean McDonough still? Yeah, he does. Okay. Um, next pick. Next pick. This is a personal favorite, maybe not just for me, but for many in the room. I select Mac Brown, AKA yeah. Old Dog, New Tricks. Got some new tricks, fellas <laughs> and ladies. So I must, I must be very specific, <laughs> very specific. We did a pick last year where we talked about Scott Frost going back home to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep. Welcome home, Scott Frost. Yes. And we knew that that was going to be like a tired story. Everyone was going to talk about welcome home, Scott. Well, they're going to fly banners over uh -huh. the stadium, right? And we said, rather than that, we need to see a picture of Scott Frost from back in his playing days yeah. with a shirt a little too short, and there yeah. must be a belly button gotta showing. Gotta see the navel. Gotta you see gotta the navel. see that. So I am kind of building on that, and I'm saying, Mac Brown. In any kind of published works, I don't care if it's digital, traditional. Right. We need to what? see his navel. No, <laughs> that what you're saying. No, no, no. Yeah, buddy. Different, different. Okay. It needs to contain both the phrase "old dog" and "new tricks." Old dog, new tricks. Old dog and new tricks. So here is the deal with one Mac Brown, as I'm sure many in the room know. Yeah. Mac Brown has not coached since 2013. Wow. He was probably really good though when. <laughs> Debatable. A couple I groans. Mean, I heard some groans. It's it fine. Was Case McCoy <laughs> put his uniform on correctly, as far as I know, all the time. It has been 22 years yeah. since he was last at UNC. Mm -hmm. They decided that, in lieu of Larry Fedora and whatever went on during Larry Fedora's time in Chapel Hill, yeah. we're going to go back to the well. We're yeah. going to go back to what worked before 22 years ago. Yeah. We're going to hire Mac Brown. Now, every college football reporter that I have read who has interviewed Mac Brown or has gone down to Chapel, I went down to Chapel Hill to talk to <laughs> Mac Brown, see what's going on. Yeah. Everybody comes away intoxicated by this charm offensive that Mac Brown is so good at. What do they say about his true freshman quarterback, Sam Howell? Got a little bit of, little bit of Baker Mayfield to him. Let's call the callback. Won't be the first time. <laughs> but. You know, now he's like got people kind of on his side, and I yep. hope it works for him because everybody likes Mac Brown. But mm -hmm. he's kind of like going to a spread offense, and he's yep. going to try out a, a defensive coordinator from Army. Yep. And it just it feels like he he is the old dogs trying some new tricks, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure they're going to work right. at UNC. I'm not sure he has the people to run what he wants to run. Right. We got Bobby Petrino going back to Louisville. Great. <laughs> as far as I remember, everything went well. Oh no. Oh no, no, no. They didn't cut, cut super feed, well. Cut, feed, cut the feed. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit worried. Not that North Carolina feels burned by him leaving, but coming back after he told them, I found a, a better looking lady. And now he's coming back and he realized maybe this is the lady for him. I'm a little bit worried that it's going to go kind of in a rocky direction sooner yeah. rather than later. I'm scared of heights, and sometimes when I go up to the top of a water slide, I get up there, I'm like, no, nah, it's not for me. And I think that's gonna happen at some point with Mac Brown, because he's, I don't think he fully realizes what coaching in 2019 is going to entail at a powerhouse. 67 years old, I believe. Yeah. So this is clearly not intended to be like a long-term a long move. Better right? looking than Randy Edsel? 
On the right, maybe. Yeah. Oh maybe. My I God. said maybe. No I didn't brainer. say definitively. Wow. No brainer to me. Okay. But I'm 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 curious to see how this goes because you know the game. It's always the thing when an old coach comes back. Like first off, any coaching change is a bit of a coin flip, right? Right. And then secondly, when you bring the old coach back, that's mm -hmm. like a double coin flip to see if he's still if he's still got it. So. Right. I envision this being the kind of thing that Tom Rinaldi just loves. Oh my God, Tom Rinaldi! This is Rinaldi porn. This, this is this is exactly Rinaldi porn. Yeah, where we're gonna have like, it's either something that don't starts, Google Rinaldi porn. Don't do that. Please don't. But we're gonna have a situation on College Game Day, where it's like, can you teach this old dumb new, new tricks? tricks? Yeah, it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna get weird. This is a secretly good pick. Right. right. All right. Here's the full list of recent people who have come back to previous jobs and really killed it. Bill Snyder. Okay. That's there's, it. <laughs> there's the list. Um, yeah. I think I think it'll be fun for a little while and then it's gonna get weird. Probably like tonight. Probably tonight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'm up for again. All right. Yes, you are. Snake it. All right. I love this pick. You love every pick. I do. I love all my picks. That's the yeah. problem. I need children. Uh, with my next pick, I select. <laughs> I like the drama building here. This is good. This is, you can feel it's palpable. Garrett Gilbert. No, I don't. <laughs> I select uh, going to the storm radar oh. in the midst of a lightning delay. Yeah. So well, now you're a secret meteorologist, so this really I mean, does it for you. Very secret, yeah. but so here's my thing, and I was thinking about this on, on the long drive up here. I don't ever remember when we were younger there being such thing as a lightning delay in a football game. Right. It wasn't until the millennials in took over. In our day, millennials. It wasn't until the millennials took over that this Facebooks. was a thing. Yeah. And so inevitably what happens is there's like a storm delay, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, oh, okay. like. We've asked the fans to shelter. Right. Go into the corridor, and the players have been like there have been like nine-hour games that have transpired over the last five years or so, right? right? And there's always that scene where they got like, well, we have nothing to show here. We can mm -hmm. go back to the to the studio, but we need to at least give fans some expectation for when this when we can start this thing back up again. Right. And then they go to the radar. They always go to the radar, and they, they do. They have a professional looking no. at the radar. No. No. No, the, well, I'll get to the exception, but okay. they always have somebody looking at the radar, mm -hmm. and they're reading off of whatever the National Weather Service has told them yeah. for how long it might be They've until got they can get people Weather back. service in one ear, and then somebody on the ground at the game in the other ear, and whatever they're saying makes no sense, and we have no idea what's going on, and they only make it more difficult. So you don't have the meteorologist pointing, you don't have the weather guy pointing mm -hmm. at the radar. Right. All you have is just a stationary radar that's sort of moving, and you don't really know what to make of it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, if you're lucky, maybe we can go to the next slide, Taylor. It's always him. <laughs> we mentioned Chris Cotter before. I don't believe he's even doing studio this year. That's what Adam no. Levine told us, yeah, right? Yeah, we asked him to make sure, and he was like, that joke's not going to land. But it kind of did. It's like they might go to him as he's doing ACC Network games. It's just real weird being right under his chin. It's a big Chris Cotter. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they always go to somebody back in the studio because mm -hmm. they don't know what else to do. They're trying to read the radar. The only exception is Mike Tirico. Is he have, good? Have you heard Mike Tirico no, do well? I watch Notre Dame games. <laughs> I watch football. <laughs> Ooh, Notre Dame, boss. 
Boston College. Mike Tirico is astoundingly good at doing the weather. I believe that. He knows like how cells move and really? like, oh yeah. Okay. He's really into the weather. Whenever yeah. he's done it during Notre Dame games, lightning delay, anything like that, Mike Tirico. Must see TV. Know, knows his weather okay. to say the least. So that's the only exception when this is like, could we go to Chris Cotter while he's calling a game for the ACC Network? Because who's actually going to know that he's calling a game for the ACC Network? Everybody pumped for the ACC Network in this room? See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ACC is just acceptable. It's fine. Chris Cotter? Yeah. Maybe doing the lightning delays? Maybe not. But this is the kind of thing that happens like once or twice every year. I love it so much. And I love it every time it happens. Yeah, it's true. Do you think... Was there, there was a movie with, was it Gerard Butler who was trying to control the weather? It was a sci-fi movie. Geostorm. Geostorm. Yes! I just reminded me of it. That's the whole, <laughs> if that could change things for, for the situation. So um, I'm, going, I'm going with Storm Radar. My next okay, one. I like that. I, a little I bit off the radar. Early on. Ah, but I'm going to go with it. Um, next pick, here we go. What is the next pick? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. It's Chris Cotter. <laughs> it's Chris Cotter. Is this the, the right order? All right, just put it on the screen. What's the next pick? Uh, yeah! <laughs> it doesn't say that right, does it? Did I mess it up? I think you did. Okay, so this, this story came out a few weeks ago that LSU got a new football facility. I think it was money donated from alums, paid for the new football facility. Everybody got up in arms like, why are you spending? They have sleep pods. And everybody's yes. like, that's so cool that they have sleep pods. Nobody had heard of sleep pods Never. before LSU had sleep pods. And you know what's better than a sleep pod that looks like that? A bed. <laughs> a bed is so much better. You know what else is better? Probably a beanbag chair and $1,000 <laughs> in your pocket. And every, I mean, raise your hand if you'd rather have a beanbag and $1,000 in your pocket. There it is, okay. I, <laughs> sleep pods! Uh, I don't know what a sleep pod is. It seems kind of uncomfortable. And we are going to hear about sleep pods because we're going to be seeing LSU's new locker room in perpetuity as teams figure out what to spend money on. Like, yeah. this is the problem, right? Locker rooms and the training table and luxury athletic trainers, everything. And we have sleep pods. We are going to get luxurious gyms. We're going to get luxurious cafeterias. They're going to run out of things, and then they're just going to have to give them American dollars. <laughs> Which seems okay. Do you remember when having a like iPad yeah. that showed your name? Like, I can't speak from experience, yeah. obviously. But Athlete. Do you, right, do you remember when it was a big deal to have the iPad right. with the player's name digitally yeah. on the line? I can Shazam right from my locker. It was. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. And now we're at this point where it's like locker rooms are going to turn into the new prom post slides. Everyone is trying to outdo right. each other. Yeah. And it can't go to a good place. I mean, it's in Clemson, it's a play place. It's a McDonald's backyard. <laughs> and that's apparently what college kids want. Slides? I don't know. It, something has to cost money. It's a Brewster's Million situation. Like, we got to spend this money quick. We got to spend the money real quick. Sleep pods. How has Oregon spent their money? They bought responsibly and <laughs> suitably, maturely. I don't know why you would bring up Oregon. Well, they've got all the new uniforms, and yeah. it seems like they sort of play into this whole yeah. like one upid. Do they have all Brazilian walnut in their facilities? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. 
but that's okay. Yeah, it's all ridiculous. Facility upgrades are definitely the kind of thing that draws attention during like college game day. Yes. Or you know, there's a there's a, a stoppage of play somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And Chris Fowler's like, you know, they just upgraded the facilities this past year. They've got a ball pit now. <laughs> See, I'd be okay with that. I'm fine with a ball pit, but I'm just saying it's like. We're gonna constantly now. Could see you this imagine one of culture. those one of those commercials? So we talked. This was a fantasy thing a couple years ago, where it was like anytime there's a commercial featuring a microscope and somebody dancing for a college, that counted as fantasy things. And it turns out every university commercial features a microscope and somebody dancing. The arts is dance. How how many of these? Com- if you could. See in your mind a commercial that's microscope. Uh, somebody is playing sports. Right. Somebody is, you know, writing in a tutoring session, and there's a bunch of 300-pound dudes in a ball pit. <laughs> I'm listening. That's all I'm saying. If I'm 16, like, I like microphones dancing in ball pits. So it's it's singing my name. So I'm okay with that. I like that pick. Okay. I do. All right. We should do an update. Of yeah. Here we go. Let's here. take a look. All right. We got Urban Rumors, Old Dog Mac, which don't Google that either. No. <laughs> no we got the Lightning Radar, and we got my. Lightning Radar. Do you like your team right now better than my team? Yes. Whoa. Yes. I, mean, I don't even have to say it. What what pick do you like better? Whoever said that. Urban. Yeah, Urban, Urban Rumors, Rumors is strong. Boring but strong. It is boring. It's yeah. Very strong. Yeah. We okay. Put, let's, okay. If you like my team better. Let's hear it. All right, if you like my team. All right. Clarification question here. Yeah, you may. Is the LSU sleep pods any, does it have to be LSU sleep pods? Or is it more a general thing about absorbent and gym? No, no. Specific to LSU players in uncomfortable looking rectangles. (laughs) Yeah. I was just going to talk about Bucky's some more. <laughs> All right. I have clearly established dominance in the room. I, I have a good feeling about this next pick. This one goes to Who's Mr. Dan Rubenstein. Is this my favorite? This, this is, is my sleeper? One. This is sleeper. <laughs> the pick is Marty Smith committing to a bit. <laughs> if anybody in this room can tell me what Marty Smith's actual job is... I'm just going to call you a liar because nobody knows. Marty Smith wears quarter zips, explains southern cooking to somebody. Goes to Italy. Yeah. He and Tim Tebow get haircuts together. He goes to Dubai because there's a Georgia fan maybe working there. And I don't know what his job is. I don't know if he has a LinkedIn and how he describes it. And I'm going to, this is 100% genuine. I love Marty Smith. I love somebody that I'm not really sure what he does. He seems charming. Charming. Everybody says he's, he's really nice and really kind to people. But it appears that he just wears tight suits and doesn't eat carbs and likes things <laughs> below Maryland. Some, <laughs> right? That would be the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, then. thank you. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's something about Marty Smith as he goes across mostly the South. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of him before he had the beard. It's very scary when he comes back to NASCAR. in the NASCAR days. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's very different looking. So true, true story on that point. Yeah, Marty Smith has a cult following. Yeah, I he I has agree. a cult following because we've been to national champs. We've been to like some of these bowl games where Marty Smith is there. He's sort of walking around, and like he can't go four feet without someone asking, 
we have a selfie with you, Marty? Right. Love your work. Love Marty your work. Smith. Yeah. What I'll say about him, and again, I've heard the same stuff. Everyone loves Marty Smith. Mm-hmm. He's a fashionable dude because he wears all the fashion trends he, all the time. At the same time. He is the pioneer. The pioneer who brought the sneaker, the studio host sneaker trend, right. like sneaker and suits. Right. He is the one who brought that to ESPN. Like an adorable little usher at a wedding. That is correct. Wearing chucks with the suit. That is correct. Marty Smith is like the grown-up version. That is correct. He is, he is the three-year-old usher after dark. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we love Marty Smith. We love, love, love Marty Smith. I just, he commits to bits during the NBA draft, and this won't count because it's not college football, right. but he was down in New Orleans when they took Zion Williamson, and he crowd surfed through the French Quarter after they took him. Nobody goes to Pelicans games, <laughs> but Marty Smith is there to crowd surf during the NBA draft. It has a little bit of a Bear Grylls feel to it, where it's like, sure, I'll drink my own pee. Like, what? Why, where did why this not? come from? Why not? Why not, right? I guess, yeah, he does commit to it. He um, really does. He goes for it. And so there is there is something that he just randomly on game day is going to appear randomly during a game in, again, a quarter zip and a scarf and dressy sneakers and all sorts of different All trends. the fashion trends. At the same time, he'll show up next to Tim Tebow and they both have their, like, side shave gel cone. I don't know what to call that hairstyle. Yeah. It sounds like a, a handle you would call yourself in Counter-Strike. <laughs> side shave gel cone. But... I just love it. I love every bit of it. Look at Marty him. Smith. He's a charming guy. He really is. Okay. All right. Baker Mayfield's home. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next pick. I want to talk a little bit, if we could get serious for a second. Yeah. About coaches when their hair goes rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have this conversation in earnest. It's a friendly room. We can have this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple years ago, <laughs> Big Ernie. He, he looks like Ernie McCracken from yeah. Kingpin, right? Yeah. A few years ago, I drafted Mike Gundy's hair. Mm-hmm. And I think that was before he grew the mullet, wasn't it? He, yeah, you like hairlines. There's something about you and hairlines. You love that. Bob Diaco, Glorious. former Notre Dame defensive coordinator, very strong hairline. Yeah. Oklahoma. I, Analyst? He took a hard fall. He yeah. did. Yeah. No, his stock's down. Yeah. But I had this, I, I don't know why I drafted Mike Gundy's hair. Mm-hmm. And then like a year later, he grew a freaking mullet. Yeah. And I, ha- I was inundated mm-hmm. with people writing in saying, what? Did, did you like see this? Did you do? No, I don't know. Right. So I thought this would be a good time now that it's been a few years removed to sort of level set, let's just examine the coaching profession as a whole as it relates to hair. Yeah, I'm just picturing you like getting inside information for the fantasy things, calling barbers around Stillwater. Right. Like you're on billions, getting inside info before a stock hits. What are we like, talking about here? What are you hearing about Gundy? Yeah. So of course, the hair on top of the head mm-hmm. is the stuff that most visibly goes rogue. Yeah. The stuff that I'm most excited about is yeah. I, re- I think the movement we've seen in college football with facial hair. Yeah. And I want to talk about Lovey Smith a little bit. Holy hell. We don't have a picture of him at the ready, but imagine shaved head, big white puff. It's a Santa beard. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. He grew it last year. It, it like time stood still for that moment, realizing mm-hmm. that this is a real thing that's going to yeah. continue. Uh, but it wasn't just him. We've seen Larry Fedora grow a beard, kind of at random, just yep. to get a little edgy. Yep. We've seen Mark Richt. I think when Mark Richt left Georgia, he was trying to break out of his shell a little mm-hmm. bit going down to his alma mater at Miami, all of a sudden he's got a little peach fuzz here. So I'm just kind of curious what 2019 might bring as it relates to coaching hair, Dan. Yeah, well, Manny Diaz is going to be up there. 
<laughs> he's going to be up there because he has like the one o'clock shadow where after lunch it starts coming in, and so he just might have a mustache one day without even realizing it. I appreciate that. The going rogue thing is great, because sometimes it's, it's pretty easy to keep a beard trimmed or a mustache trimmed or whatever. Sometimes coaches make deals with players that they won't shave until they lose, that kind of thing, which I think is pretty endearing and fun. It brings everybody together. There's something about Dana Holgerson. This is an older picture, but there's something about his hair that he's not willing to give up on that <laughs> seems equal parts amazing, confident, ladies love a confident man. Sure. And also that his hair is like a group of fans escaping a lightning delay. <laughs> like, oh God, oh no, oh God, oh no. And he's it's okay with picture. it. Yeah, it's a great picture. So yeah, I, I don't know which coaches specifically, because I think coaches are getting a little bit more, uh, they're paying more attention to their grooming and their personal detail as I don't know. It's such a weird conversation. It won't be Mac Brown. Nothing, nothing's going rogue about Mac Brown. No. No, no, no. And you know what else I appreciate? This is actually, a, this is going against you at the same time. Both Tom Herman and PJ Fleck were really losing, and they cleaned it up. They did. They cleaned they did. it up. Yeah. He's holding on. He's holding on. He's holding on. He's holding on. He brought the show down here to Texas, right? Yeah, he did. So we'll see what, yeah, that's right. Okay. okay. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's silent. Yeah. Okay. So I'm excited to see what the future may hold for Anybody coaching. else you think is going to go rogue? Facial hair-wise, anybody you'd like to see? I would like to see what Steve Adazio could do if he just let it go up top. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, you would Because he's like Mr. Clean up top. Right. I want to see if he just like, you know what? It would, be like, it would be like flying over a Dakota at night. You'd see a little light here. Yeah. It's a little light there. A little forest. Yeah, I don't think it's great. Coaching hair. Right. Coaching hair going rogue. Coaching hair going rogue. Okay, next pick. For my next pick. Is it Marty Smith? No. I'm going to select announcers who gush a little bit too much about a upcoming network TV show. This is my favorite. I lied. So, so here's the way this works, okay? They come back from commercial. And inevitably, Chris Fowler, Adam Amin, our friend, somebody yeah. is handed a cue card, and mm -hmm. it's got a script on it, and it's talking about a show, any yeah. show that that network has to try and promote and Quantico. get people to watch. And there's, thank you, there's no way that you can go from that read back into the game mm -hmm. without a very long and awkward pregnant pause. Yeah. Brad Nessler's pretty smooth, but even he, when he's like, two and a half men, there's, yeah, it's... Charlie. And what happens in that pregnant pause mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. Because last season, I don't know how many Notre Damers we have in the room here, but last season... Oh, settle down. <laughs> last season, during the Notre Dame games, Doug Flutie was all in on a show called Manifest. This is true. You've told me about this many times. He was all in on Manifest. And here's why this is a sleeper pick. Yeah. What is Manifest, by the way? I don't know. It's like I think it's like Lost, but yeah, it's on like, NBC. It's Diet Lost, I think. Yes. Yeah. They renewed Lost for, or excuse me, they renewed Manifest for season two. As we all know. I checked all it on Manny IMDb. Heads. But Doug Flutie is like all in on this thing, man. Yeah. He's like, well, that's all right. I can't wait to watch next week. Can you believe what's going on there? No one's watching. Nobody. No one's watched that show. No. They've decided to renew it. Mm -hmm. Doug Flutie's going to gush. And I'm telling you, if you watch college football with any regularity, Doug Flutie's not the only one doing it. He might be the worst at doing it because mm -hmm. he's Doug Flutie. Yeah. But 
He's not the only one out there who is doing this, where there's that long pause, and it's like, I, I, let's talk about Quantico. Why would right. like Quantico? Priyanka Chopra, she's great, right? Yeah, yeah. You watching Blue Bloods there, Gary? <laughs> he always is. Gary Danielson loves Blue Bloods. Everybody knows that about Gary. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy this a lot, because a lot of them are older, and they're watching network TV that's pretty much pointed at them, and they have something to say. But Doug Flutie's enthusiasm is startling. It is startling. Yeah, it's, it's a little... <laughs> I can't talk about Doug Flutie of the straight face. Why not? Do you like him? Game? Uh, sometimes. Really? Why sometimes. don't you like him? I like him when he does this. Okay. That's when it's exciting. Okay. But Doug Flutie just goes out of his way to over-compliment opposing quarterbacks at all times. I, when I was finding this beautiful imagery and looking up Doug Flutie, I discovered that there was a change.org petition to remove him from <laughs> Notre Dame fans. <laughs> And it was started in this section, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why somebody would go to that extent to remove Doug Flutie from Notre Dame games, but somebody's grandparent has a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> um, All right, I'm good. Next pick? Next pick. This is really good, and it also technically includes Marty Smith because it is when broadcaster promos, not promos, they promote a non-household brand. Let me explain. It sounds a little bit confusing. I need an explanation for this. So Kirk Herbstreet does commercials for Eckridge Sausage. <laughs> had anybody, I hadn't, had anybody heard of Eckridge Sausage? Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow, 17 people okay. have heard. I looked it up and it's owned by Eckridge and then it's owned by somebody else, then owned by somebody else, and now it's owned by a giant Chinese conglomerate. So okay. that's who Kirk Herbstreit's doing sausage commercials for. And then I, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's who he's doing it for. It's fine. Um, the Shanghai Pork Meat Corp. Um, but then getting in on the action, Marty Smith is now doing is it. Is he in there too? Marty Smith is in on the Committing Eckridge. to the bit once more. And then I dug a little bit deeper, Reese Davis and Molly McGrath doing Eckridge Deli Meats. <laughs> dug a little bit further. And I remembered Aaron Andrews was doing True Biotics, which is a fancy way of saying pills that help you poop. Um, and I think for a long time ESPN didn't allow its on-air talent to advertise things. They wanted to keep it real straight So it's sort of like the NCAA. Right? Sort of like the NCAA. Okay. Then they said, go for it. And Aaron Andrews was like, I know my first move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they'd never let me, but here I go. And then I saw there was a Laura Rutledge and Ty, who also appears in this commercial? Marty Smith. Marty Smith. Yeah. That's what Marty Smith does. It was for Academy Sports and Outdoors. It was a very bad commercial. But I feel like we're going to be getting more and more of these. I feel like we're going to be getting more of these endorsements of non-A-list brands. And I always really, I mean, it goes back to Aaron Andrews for me, because that was just out of nowhere. Because if you remember, the commercial was all of them playing a flag football game yes. and tying it back to probiotic pills. I don't remember exactly how it worked. There was like a huddle involved and going deep, and it all was very confusing. <laughs> and I think we're going to be getting more of that. Didn't Jen Brown do something too? Probably. She was working. She was doing something for like a supplemental company. It's like it. You're right. It's sort of like a thing now that I think we're seeing more of mm -hmm. the Eckridge sausage. The, I can't even say it. Eckridge it's, sausage. Yeah, that's weird. It is a little bit weird. I mean, when I think like about... what is the tie-in between Kirk Herbstreit and the sauce? Right. When the first thing you think about with encased meats yeah, shouldn't be Kirk Herbstreit. <laughs> to me, 
It should be some like a barbecue pit master or somebody like that. Because I mean, part of getting the spokesperson mm -hmm. is having somebody who you think will help sell the product. Right. Is anyone buying that because of Kirk Herbstreet? <sighs> Not that I know of, but maybe I don't. I don't know why I'm doing this with my voice constantly, but it's like I have questions about these right. products. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they are, but. I look forward to see, like, if we're going down another rung of sausage, is it Joel Klatt? Which is, I mean, is Joel Klatt diet Herb Street? Is he Bible study Herb Street? I don't know. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited to see where this goes, is what I'm telling you, because when it comes to sausage, as all of our parents know, everything's on the table. I don't here is the question that Taylor posed yeah. before we came over here today. If you had to pick a one-off brand yeah. for you mm -hmm. that you would be the spokesperson for, what would it be? Uh, it would be a cold brewer. I mean, the brand would, I think it was, what did I, it was like OXO? They make a cold brewer. And speaking of what Aaron Andrews pills do, <laughs> the cold brew is great. The cold brew is wonderful. Is David Sunflower Seeds enough off the, off the radar? Ty them ran for David. They're, they're, they lead the category. Do they? They lead the category. What about like Amazon Basics? That's, that's terrible. Is that the evil empire? I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, I'm Ty Hildenbrand for USB cables. <laughs> <laughs> you need this, and you kind of hate yourself for buying it over and over again. That's right. I'm Ty Hildenbrand. <laughs> Which one's lightning? Is it the same as Thunderbolts? Yeah, I'm Ty Hildenbrand for Amazon Basics. <laughs> Who's to say? Is USB-C the same as USB? Maybe. <laughs> That's for all our, our cable nerds out there, That's everybody. Right. Shout out cable nerds. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> is this my pick? I believe so. Oh my god, again? This is terrible. All right, with the next pick, oh, this one I like a lot. The next pick I am taking, disrespect of small schools who are the only ones to offer somebody who finally gets a big offer, that sounds like a word salad. It is. Sometimes you're watching a game and they're like, the only offer he got was from UT Chattanooga before Mississippi State swooped in at the last second. And you're thinking, well, that's pretty cool. Mississippi State offered him a scholarship. But also, why the Chattanooga shade? <laughs> Chattanooga was all over this kid. Chattanooga wanted him. They were going to celebrate him. Did you get an offer from Chattanooga? I didn't. So shout out to the Sacramento states of the world that are disrespected every single time. They're the only ones to offer a kid. Not to put you on the spot, is, yeah. there, is there a school that gave you an offer? I did have a conversation <laughs> to play doubles tennis at UC San Diego. I'm an athlete. Division <laughs> three, not really. Um, no, but like, you remember when, and I use that specific example of UT Chattanooga yeah. and Mississippi State because that's Nick Fitzgerald. Nick Fitzgerald, I, it was when he beat Texas A&M, was that what happened? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> wait, so are you applauding because you're A&M fans or happy that A&M lost to like the SEC's worst quarterback? Okay, just making sure, just making sure, same page. I like that moment a lot because Dan Mullen, then Mississippi State coach, had a cigar in his mouth and was reminiscing about how the only offer was UT Chattanooga. And then, after that game in which Nick Fitzgerald was really good and he ran all over A&M, Giggum, he was real bad. He was sort of the worst he, quarterback he, in the SEC. He looked like a Chattanooga quarterback. <laughs> which is fine. Again, I don't think anybody in this room was offered by Chattanooga, but... I just, I don't want to stand for that disrespect. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to happen a lot because we know about the offers that are coming in for these players, and I'm just not standing for the small school disrespect. 
Small school disrespect. Yeah. How does this compare to like old school Michigan State disrespect? Oh, this is much worse. Because this is this is saying you don't belong in the conversation. That's yeah. all I have. Sacramento State. <laughs> Sacramento State. Um, yeah, this is, it's, it's disrespectful. I think this is a Sam Houston State player behind us. Sam Houston State? Yeah. That's former Phil Longo. They're the Bearcats? Current offense with a K. Bearcats with a K. Never really? forget that. Yes. Is that true? Yeah. With a K. Is there an origin story to that? Or they're just like, fuck it, we're going with the K. <laughs> How do we stand out? Ideas, ideas, ideas. Uh, Go with the K. K? All right. And that's how it happened. Um, All right. No, I don't want the disrespect. I like small schools. I mean, we can do a Patriot League lightning round right here and right now. <laughs> we've gotten some. We've gotten some letters. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I think I think we're on our last pick. Here. Last pick here. Here we go. Last pick. Has everybody heard of this song called Old Town Road? Talking about you guys hear about this old town road? Sorry, it was a Jay Leno moment for you. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm turning into him. That's weird. Yeah. So I have to talk and admit about a G chat that you and I had. I heard this song on the way into work one day, the mysterious day job, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Whoa, Nas is back." <laughs> <laughs> that's typical ties. Like yeah. Nas is back. He's back. <laughs> Nas. And so we got in. We had our normal G chat, and Dan's yeah. like, "No." No, this is Lil Nas. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. It's the full name, Ty. Lil Nas X, Thank excuse me, X. You need the X there. Yeah. And then I'm like, is, is this like a like a, a baby got back like ironic song? What right. what is what is going on? Rebecca is this like a Black serious Friday. song? Yeah. Right. Totally serious. Absolutely. Then I looked it up. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's a new genre called country rap. Okay. Which is where they're putting this song. I mean, obviously, you don't celebrate the discography of Cowboy Troy, which, no. fine, you do you, but some of us out here celebrate his, his works. I'm trying to become a little more cultured. Yeah. And so, then I dug a little deeper, and I found that they've done four official remixes of this song. Mm -hmm. And it's been number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts for 19 consecutive weeks. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is any chance the Stanford band is not playing that song? They're definitely doing it poorly, but they're doing it. That, well, that's, that's the, the tech band, right? That is the tech band. They're, dressed, tech band. they're all dressed like Zorro, which is awesome. It's the double, right? I got to do double fingers. Single. Single. One finger. No Weezer, guns up. Gotcha. You think there's any chance they're not playing this at some point this I think year? I would love to. They're, they're kind of traditional. But, yeah, why not? I think they're definitely going to be bands, plural, playing it. So how do I get points for this? Does it have to be people tweeting us, letting us know, emailing us, taking pictures, videos, Maybe, what yeah, have you, from the stadium while they're in the games, and, and just like video the band? No, there's going to be tweets, and you know, there, people are going to be filming it and stuff. I just need to know if what what counts as points for me because I think this is a sleeper pick. Anytime a band plays, Lil anytime doesn't count pet band during basketball. It's got to be during uh, football season because right, basketball they go for it. Yeah. You think, I think, so you think it's going to happen a lot? I think this is going to happen a ton. I don't think I fully remember that the tech band dressed like this. And I am so happy that they do. Because it's so boring. Like, the, the Longhorn band is not that fun to look. Cowboy hats and frills. This rules! This is great! They've got this weird open vest thing. I love it. And they got a cape? They do have a cape. The cape is key. I'm all about it. I'm all about the Texas Tech look. And hopefully playing Lil Nas X if anybody has any connections. Nas is not bad, apparently. 
Nas, Nas is not back. You're the most Caucasian person here. <laughs> All right, Taylor, flip it up there. Let's see what we got here. Okay, full teams. How do you feel? Okay, so I obviously, in this crowd, loves Marty Smith. So that's going to be a big earner for me because he does nothing but commit to bits. Always commits to the bit. You'll get Old Town Marching Band, Old Town Road Marching Band somewhat. The Gushing TV promo, you're pretty dependent on Flutie. I mean, he's going to do it six times a year. Right. Do you think if he's listening to this, do you think he will do, he'll steer into? Do you think there's any chance Doug Flutie knows how to download a podcast? Aww. Because I'm going now. No. No, I don't. He's think not so. downloading like Overcast, like it's <laughs> right. Uh, the road coaching hair. I think Holgerson's gonna get it together. I don't think a lot of people are gonna be taking chances this year, but I think you're gonna get it in places. See, we didn't say Holgerson. We said coaches. Correct. So someone's hair is gonna go rogue, and someone's gonna. It could be Manny Diaz. He might grow it between right. the first and second half. Okay. Someone's hair yeah. is gonna go rogue, and I'm gonna get points for that. Lightning probably early on, late summer. I think that's gonna hit for you nicely. Um, the Mac Brown Old Dog New Tricks is very specific. Specifically, Old Dog with New Tricks. Because here's the it's thing. It's a Tom Rinaldi special. If Mac Brown has, and this is, I'm just making this up right now. Let's say he has misevaluated quarterbacks for North Carolina. I know. It's crazy. Far-fetched that Mac Brown would misevaluate a quarterback. Um, let's say that happens in North Carolina. And they're disappointing this year. Because they've not been great recently. One would say, yeah. A new trick would be finding a quarterback, <laughs> right? For Mac Brown. So I don't know if this is going to pay dividends because they might not be so good this year. So that's it's definitely not going to be good this year. Okay, well, it's going to take it for this year's season. I just, <laughs> I just think <laughs> this is definitely going to be a bit. Okay. This is going to be something that's written about, something that you see on broadcast. Urban Meyer rumors, yes, unless USC is really good. Unless USC starts winning games. <laughs> For those listening at home, we had right. a loud cackle in the room. <laughs> totally warranted. It was a cackle like, how, how could you think USC could possibly yeah, I mean, be it's good. just like yeah. a foregone In what world? Um, so, but if USC, and they, have, they start out the season pretty tough. They have Fresno and Stanford. They have tough teams. We, sh we struggled with this one mm -hmm. mightily because we had about eight different USC threads that we could have pulled on. Yeah. Not the least of which was obviously this one, but it was also kind of funny to just put up on screen Clay Helton's stay of execution. Yeah, that's, that's dark. I mean, it's a little dark, but yeah. it still plays. Yeah, fair. And he still cannot be recognized in a Hudson News. No. So that's, that matters. That matters. And on your side, you've got a little Baker Mayfield in him. I think that's going to do really well because it goes across a lot of teams, potentially. But you're counting on, again, something very specific and that a little shorter than average and prickish tendency to get you points here. I love that band. <laughs> Edgy, yes. Lyrically, all over the place, but prickish tendency. The broadcast disaster thing is something you pick because you like it, not because you care about points. Right. And I'm fine with this strategy because when that happens, right. we will be inundated, inundated with all sorts of posts. Right. All we need is a camera malfunction. All we need is the, the wire cam to fall. No, we don't need that. We don't want that. Um, all we need is audio to go out. But you have to remember something. There are so many games across so many divisions. And do you think like a random Jacksonville State game, if somebody happens to be watching that listens to the show and something goes wrong, now they're going to let us know. There are they so many broadcasts. Does it count if the first and 10 line goes out? 
Absolutely, that's a graphical catastrophe. Okay, because in, in my book... Graphical catastrophe open for prickish tendency. Yeah. <laughs> in my book, the first and ten line is like right up there with the cotton gin. Like it's a very important invention that we have in right. our college football viewing experience. Yeah. And if you lose that, cotton gin joke, it works. No, no, Eli Whitney, shout out, yeah. If that goes down, it sort yeah. of ruins the whole experience. That's true. Does it count if there's a hot mic and somebody doesn't realize it? Oh, yeah. That's major points. Oh, yeah. I just think there's so many ways for a broadcast to really go to a bad place. Graphical errors, the on-field errors, camera errors, audio errors. Did you already mention like when the player graphic is wrong and they just have first name, last name? It's oh, like yeah, the template yeah. And they Absolutely. put it up by mistake? 100% counts. All right. I just think there's a, there's a variety to there, that. There's a number of things me. that could go wrong there now that you mentioned it. Okay. What else? You've got LSU sleep pods. Yeah. That's going to be all, unless, yeah, they're going to show that off. It might only be early season. It might only be it's early gonna be season. It's going to be all season. You think so? Oh, okay, yeah, they me. do like showing those shots like as bumpers with commercials. November, yeah. it's like. Do they have to reference the sleep pods? Can they just show the sleep pods? I think they just have to show them. Okay, I'll, I'll accept it. I think if they show them, we'll count it. Okay. Because it's the first thing they're going to show. If they show the locker room, they got sleep pods. No one yeah. else has sleep pods. Okay, next. Marty Smith committing to a bit. Okay, so that's a loose definition. Do you think, I mean, he's going to be on game day probably most weeks. He's going to be on SportsCenter, SEC Network, whatever he is. There was a picture, by the way, the SEC Network got a new studio, and it's a bunch of the hosts in dress gear. You know, it's, it's they're wearing suits, they're wearing dresses, and Marty Smith is wearing a T-shirt and some Jordans. Because <laughs> he commits to being Marty Smith. I love it. So do you think that's going to hit? Oh, it's going to hit every week. Okay, that's pretty good. Next. Mid-tier endorsement. I don't think it's great. I, it makes me laugh, but I don't think it's going to hit every week. Because we, do we have to have a new endorsement every week? Or do we just have to have a commercial on the I think the we air? just need to have a commercial. Okay, then that's going to hit every need, week. You, yeah, you need like Adam Amin to start doing like... I didn't realize Eckridge was this popular. <laughs> yeah, apparently Is that. Eckridge good, though? Some people are booing. Someone said yes. Okay. That's probably fine. Okay. It's Next. not the worst sausage, I guess. Right. And then small school offer. Small school offer. I think it's going to be somewhat... We're going to have to watch a lot and pay attention to a lot of these games. A lot of, like, Purdue games. Right. Well, it could be in written form, too. That his only offer was until he got blah, blah, blah. Was that he was going to be a Delaware mud hen. <laughs> They're the mud hens, right? They're the mud hens. Okay. It's <laughs> a great name. Not as good as Bearcats with a K. No. But the mud hens are pretty good. Blue Hens. Blue Hens, thank the, you. Who are the mud? They're Toledo is the mud hens. It's a minor league baseball team. I've had 81% of a beer. <laughs> so, with that being said, yeah. by, a, I guess, a applause here, mm -hmm. a simple poll. Yeah. If you like my team, obviously, let's hear it. I had to cue them, which is never a good sign. Okay. That's not a good sign. Yeah. Dance team. Taylor? I'd say slight notch to dance. Woo! Slight notch. I think that's right. Okay. So now what? <laughs> no, yeah, no. So these are our teams, and we are going to hit stop on the record button because this is going to go out. This brilliant show um, is going to go out to the world. We're going to hit the stop button, and now we just answer questions, right? Is that what we then do? We'll, then we will answer questions. But yeah. So here is the way the rest of this is going to work. As we said, we did the second half of this, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. The second half of this on the car ride up from Austin this morning. Boo. It's, an, boo. Yeah. it's an entirely separate show. 
that we're doing tomorrow in, in D.C. when we wake up at God knows what hour yeah. to fly over there. And um, eventually we will piece these together and they will be one just <laughs> terrible show. No, it'll be great. Of some sort yeah. that everyone can download and listen to the full slate, but each of us will have 12 picks. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point, then I guess we'll try and do our best to score this thing, but... but somebody else will do the score it for us. We have people. People will score it yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you feel about your team? Do you like I it? I feel great. I feel really, really good. Because when you, when you align yourself with Marty Smith, when you align yourself with Baker Mayfield, when you align yourself with, I guess, mixed reviews of sausage. Eckridge Sa <laughs> sausage, yes. Eckridge sausage. They should be sending us some sausage for all that we have done on this show. I, I feel pretty great. I feel like I'm going to take you down. Again, for the third straight year? Uh, the first year, yes. It would be the third straight I year. I bullied yeah. you the first there year. There was a year you bullied me. Yeah. Yeah, that was not fun. Yeah, well. But we will see. So at this point, I would like to thank our audience yes. for being such a good sport. And hanging with us through our madness here. So that was Texas, which was an amazing experience. We cannot wait to go back there. Thank you to everyone who came out to see us in person. It was a ton of fun. Now, before we get to D.C., some quick housekeeping. As you know, we've been saying it, we're excited that we've joined up with the Wondery Podcast Network, home to shows like Sports Wars, hosted by our good friend Dan Rubenstein, The Deadcast, all sorts of great shows at Wondery.com. To help us, to help Wondery, continue bringing you the best possible experience, we'd like to learn a little bit more about you. So if you could, if you wouldn't mind doing us a solid, please complete a short survey out at Wondery.com slash survey that's w-o-n-d-e-r-y dot com slash survey you'll have an opportunity to tell us what you like about the show what you'd love to hear more of in future episodes wondery.com slash survey all that said here's what took place live on night two of the fantasy things draft from union stage in beautiful washington dc have a listen So we can't see how many people are out there because the lights are very bright, but it sounds like we've got quite the audience here tonight, Daniel. It's like Live Aid, where it just keeps going back. You, you, you can't really see. I can't get this. There we go. Uh, yeah, you guys are endless and wonderful. Can I, can I start by saying something real quick? Please. We feel way too far apart right now. I know. This is the farthest we've been apart in like four days, maybe? Yeah, yeah. So if, if we were to be any closer to the middle, you would see the cone of this Jufro on the screen, and nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. Um, first of all, thank you for coming. Yes. This is incredible. The energy in here is, it feels real good. It, it feels, feels good. real good. It feels good. And I want to tell you, yesterday we were in Dallas, we did the show in Texas, and before we got started, I went to the little boys' room, and there were a couple of... Where are you going clearly, with this, Dan? Pretty clearly listeners in there, okay? Okay. They were, they were in college, polos, whatever. That's what people in Texas do, I guess. They were college polos, some That's movie right. theaters. That's right. Just uh, checks out. And a guy looks at me while we're in there, like, makes eye contact with me, says nothing, and then we walk out sort of at the same time, and he says, I didn't talk to you in the bathroom, bathroom etiquette. I learned that. 
Like, you just made it way weirder than it had to be because I felt the contact there. So it's very good it to be face-to-face -face with people not greeting me as we both leave Thank the you. bathroom. We had a separate bathroom today, which was yeah. helpful in that respect. So thank you for coming out. We call this show our Fantasy Things Draft. What is a Fantasy Things Draft? Well, some of you may be familiar with a thing called fantasy football. And fantasy football, you pick, you pick <laughs> players, right? Yeah. You pick an imaginary They're not team. children. Well, you know, you try to set the groundwork. Yeah. Usually, usually I like to ask how many people are here against their will, but we can't really see, so I'm no. just going to have to, like, a show of hands, I won't be able to tell. But I see zero hands. This somebody is, is here against their will, and yeah. so we have to, okay. there we go. There's one. Thank you. Thank There's you. There's a person. Somebody is here against their will, yeah. at least one person. And we like to try and set the groundwork. So in fantasy football, you pick an imaginary team of football players. Instead of picking a team of football players, we like to pick a team of football storylines. Correct. And this year, because we were feeling a little saucy, mm. we decided instead of doing just one show, right. maybe we'll do two. Yes. Maybe we'll do it in the same weekend in different cities. Mm -hmm. So last, here we are, we did a show last night in Dallas, which was awesome. And now here we are in D.C. on about four hours sleep. Yep. But nonetheless, an entirely different show. It is not the same show we did last night as we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. We're going to go through, I think, what our picks were last night and yeah. then pick some new ones for tonight. And then you guys are getting a premium Q &A. show. It's going to be a premium show. Yeah. So this is what it looks like right now if you look at our rosters. Yeah. And again, this is reveal day two. It is not at all round two. We looked over the picks on the plane over here, and uh, in addition to the fact that we got to go back through these a second mm -hmm. time, we're pretty excited about what we have here. So I guess we can just get into it. You, yeah, let's get, well, for, like, can we go back to the rosters real quick? By a, by a show of applause, are you a oh, Ty yeah. person? Or are you, first, Ty, does Ty have the better roster to you? There was a hesitation there. I don't Again, like the hesitation. It's the Notre Dame fans. It's coming slowly. Okay, okay. Slow process, that's fine. It's fine. We're and, still friends. And for my roster. Not even. I think... It's, that's about like it was last night, actually. Yeah, I, I think I edged you a little bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I'm already bullying him. Yeah. Is everybody ready for day two of the Fantasy Things draft? This is Darjeeling tea. Here is the way this works. I have a very cool sound that I stole from ESPN. Don't tell them. It goes like this. One more time, Taylor. For the Notre Dame fans. Can we hear it louder? He's shrugging in the back. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. Dan, can you give us a dramatic? It's a. It's something that, it's like the ESPN that. draft chime. Taylor, work on it when you get it. Just play it. Yeah. That'll be good. He's putting his hand up. All right. We'll get it. So with the first... Oh. <laughs> now we're getting closer, we're getting closer. We're getting closer, we'll get it eventually, don't yeah. worry. Broadcast error, broadcast... Taylor, do you have a recorder that you can play it on? <laughs> no? Okay. All right, with my first pick yeah. of the day... Of the DC Fantasy Of the DC thing Fantasy yeah. Things show, I would proudly like to select Trevor Lawrence's draft stock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trevor okay. Lawrence's draft stock. So it's explain what the stock means in, in this draft. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for Clemson. Trevor Lawrence, clearly, I think, the best quarterback in the country. Okay. 
maybe up for debate, maybe not. He yeah. was only a true freshman last year, had a very good campaign, scalded the shit out of Notre Dame yeah. in that playoff game. And now here we are entering year two, his true sophomore, sophomore campaign. And inevitably, there are going to be NFL draft types who you will hear are just quote-unquote drooling over Trevor Lawrence's draft stock and what he brings to the equation, what he could bring. And it begs the question, what kind of NFL hot takes are we going to get this season? Right. Will it inevitably lead to a place where where we're wondering, do we want to go full Sam Hinkie with this? Do we just want to trust the process? Double tank. And just tank two years in a row to get Trevor Lawrence. Right. The fun thing about this to me is when you mentioned, like, the NFL types drooling over Trevor Lawrence, I immediately pictured Charlie Casserly, and that's horrifying. There he is. Well, that's not Charlie Casserly. That's Mel Kuyper. But there's something about the NFL types, and I think it, it makes it weirder that Trevor Lawrence has the hair that he has. That he has the well, long, blonde, flowing hair, and there's like the dream weaver playing in the backs of these NFL GMs. See, heads. I had on our list originally, and we can right. read through that. We have a huge list right. uh, that we can go through later. What we were originally going to go with some of the ones that we weeded out, but originally I wanted to go with I wanted to call it Trevor Trevor Lawrence's locks of love. Yeah. And I kid you not, like a week ago, David Hale from ESPN wrote an article literally titled Of Locks and Lore, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He's also the reporter who... Who asked about the Clemsoning. about Clemsoning. And we're like, oh, well, we're we're personas non grats there. (laughs) Thanks, David. So the question remains, would you tank two years to get Trevor Lawrence? No, I would not. But I don't care. I'm not an NFL person. But the thing is... I think this is going to do pretty well because if he's good for the next couple of years, you're getting, I mean, not two years worth, but all season, it's the ACC. Who are they going to play? So this is going to do good. True. Oh, Whoa. See, we didn't get that in Texas when, I, <laughs> when we were talking about the ACC. And, you know, it's the ACC. The ACC, it's acceptable. That's what the tagline is. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's football. That's what it is. That's what the te- it's football. We do football, it. It's football. Yeah, it goes up with a register. Okay. You're Trevor Lawrence's gonna... draft stock. I feel very good about Trevor Lawrence's okay. draft stock. That's pretty good. Can we go into my first pick? Let's go to the next one. Yes. <laughs> give it up before we go on. Give it up for our hometown boy Taylor, who's Taylor. in the back. All right, who we got for pick two? Yeah, we should also mention we're doing a Q&A after the draft. We'll do a well. Q&A yeah. after the draft, yeah. Okay, so this one to me was a no-brainer, and the fact that Ty didn't take this number one overall speaks to his issues. I have Manny Diaz bringing that swag back to Miami. Um, we did some research. Apparently, Manny Diaz has not been the first person tasked with finding that renewable source of swag. We did. We scanned. Apparently, Randy Shannon was bringing the swag back to Miami. Al Golden, Mark Richt. Apparently, John Gruden at one point was rumored. They like his scowl, right? His scowl. To be bringing the swag back. And that's why we would someday like to author the book. Oh, there's there's Mark Richt. Oh, well, short-lived. And then we wanted to write a book about the, the search for the lost swag, the Hardy Boys. Oh, my God. Bring it's it coming. Back. It's there coming. It there, there it is. Go. Here it is. Slow reveal. The missing swag. I'd read it. I'd read it. I don't know what swag is. Obviously, look at me. But I've watched Miami football, and I'm not sure they do either. So does, they need to throw a forward pass. Swag! That's all it takes. Does Miami have fans? 
Yeah, they have fa fans. Yes. Outside of Florida? No, probably. Yeah, they a few. I'm right here. He's yes. right there. Yes. There he is. We found him. It's The Rock. <laughs> he's here, and he's in the 14th row. Um, yes, Miami has fans. Manny Diaz may bring it, and I don't know if we can go back to the the beard shot of Manny Diaz. I don't think he has it anymore. He kind of looks like the guy from Silicon Valley, which worries me. That's probably. You know who I'm problem. talking about. Um, the, and you love his hair. I do. Is that a pro or a con for his swag possibilities? I mean, I think it could only add to it, right? Does it? Well, the, what I like about the hair, and yeah. you know I've got this thing for like coaching hair. Excuse me, former Temple coach, Manny Diaz. Sorry. Former Temple coach. But he uses an awful lot of product on it. Yes. And when you douse that, that mane, like that Mufasa mane like that with yeah. product, mm -hmm. you see holes in it. You don't see any holes in that. That's like a there. Lego man hair right there. He is a Lego man. Yeah, and all the way, by the way, that beard, he shaved in the morning. He did. He grew that by like 1 p.m. It's a noon shadow Manny Diaz is, has. Yeah. So I went with the swag instead of Manny Diaz's father was the mayor of Miami. Yep, for like eight years. Just because there's a possibility that we'll hear, I don't know, ACC Network play-by-play -play host Chris Cotter say <laughs> the word swag four times this year, and so I would be I delighted thought, by I that. I thought you missed an opportunity. The swagger one's good. I thought you missed an opportunity not talking in a little bit more depth about how he's just from the area. Like he his is dad, from the area. His dad was mayor. He, he's from there. Maybe a little bit of bad blood because he went to Florida State. Right. But nonetheless, he's, he's a hometown boy. He knows. We'll talk about hometown boys a little yeah. bit later on. But, you know, I thought that was a better opportunity. But swag is at least funny for a real Yeah, who's, so. who's closer to catching Virginia? Florida State, Miami, Florida State, Miami. It's that kind of thing where there's yeah, that, right. that right. back and forth. Like, elite college football ACC program, Virginia. The All ACC, right. we play football. <laughs> You have the next pick, right? Oh, I do have the next pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're doing the snake draft style, right? Yeah. Oh, this is great. I have transfer portal coaching pissiness. It's a whole umbrella term. It's like a whole genus under which there are yeah. multiple species, yes. Yeah. There's phylums, there's species. I can't go much farther than that. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's been an off-season that I think is going to carry into the season, at least the first month of the season, but they give press conferences every day where we have coaches saying things like, well, I think it's quitting. I think it's, you know, these guys don't know the value of toughing it out. And then you get these conversations of like, why do kids go to concerts and film it with their phones? Thanks, Pat Fitzgerald, <laughs> for, your, for your, your look into the brains. The good thing I like about this is it gives us moments, it gives us storylines of coaches coming out and saying, they're, they're really taking a hardline stance about this. Yeah, right. But behind closed doors, they're basically four-year-olds negotiating vegetables for dessert <laughs> with backup five-star quarterbacks who they desperately don't want to leave. So that's, like that's three shunned. pieces of broccoli for a couple package plays, Justin Fields, please. And we're gonna get a lot of the transfer portal stuff. Well, what's, what's interesting about the transfer portal is I still don't feel like anyone really knows what it is. Yeah. We have a sound, we have, thank you. We have a sound that we play for it. The transfer portal is not one of the flower pots in Super Mario Brothers, in case you're wondering. No. What this thing is, as per my knowledge and our knowledge, you can get to this site going to ziprecruiter.com slash transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then I think once you get there, you can somehow, I don't know who makes the accounts, but right. my guess is that on the back end of it, it's sort of like a match.com situation uh -huh. where maybe there's a filter and like maybe you can send messages if you're a school. If you get a message from James Franklin, he's trying to fish he's you. He's trying do to not, fish you. Do not do that. Do not click on that link from, from James Franklin. Can yeah. you customize profiles? Like we just there's so much about the transfer portal right. that we don't know. And maybe the coaches don't either. Maybe that's why they're kind of pissy about it. Oh yeah. I mean they've all been fished, all of these coaches, one hundred percent. Yeah, they're on Facebook recruiting. It's it's a tough day. Um, I like this. I mean, it's going to get me points. We think about the older coaches coming back to college football. Mac Brown, Les Miles, Bill Snyder is probably going to be catfished. <laughs> I don't know how. But there is going to be complaining, and there is going to be back in my daying all over the place. This is going to do very well for me. I'm pretty excited. All right. Let's go to the next pick. For my selection, I'm going with tiny field demonstrations. Yes. <laughs> they really like that one. They did. They did it. better than I thought. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Do we want to demonstrate on a tiny stage? me as Dave Wanstatt. <laughs> and it's him teach. I know, you shouldn't. <laughs> America's worst gym teacher. Um, he's trying to bring in Brady Quinn. Like, Brady Quinn, you're the offensive tackle. I'm going to show you how a 4-3 under works. And there's two feet here and two feet there. It's all, like, I don't know when they started actually making these fields. Like, somebody had the bright idea. Like, right. We've got a bunch of ex-athletes and coaches up here who right. are eager to explain the way that football works, right. which is what they are presumably paid to do. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is you cannot explain the spread offense on a field about as wide as this. <laughs> the no. whole purpose of the spread offense is that the field is like eight times wider than this. Yes. So how are you going to explain it on something that And Dave wants that is 31% of the width of this field. <laughs> That's right. So you, you've... You've got a bunch of coaches, former players, who've put on some girth, and they all look like very bad Algebra 2 substitutes. And they're showing you how to rip and dip. And it's the best. Yeah, I mean, we're talk we're, we are talking about fields measured in feet, not yards. And it's just yeah. very difficult to explain complicated subjects. I have never, ever, in a million years, gotten any kind of like new information out of that. Right. My only takeaway has always been like, yeah, these guys just still want to play. <laughs> like, yeah. Like they don't care if I understand it. We're never really going to get the RPO scheme on this like 12-foot field. They just want to get out there and just, you know, roll up the sleeves and have at it. There is a good possibility that we're going to get a I don't know what to do with my hands moment from Urban Meyer. Oh. <laughs> well, you, uh. Well, you know, uh, it's funny because in the, in the promo for his new show. Yeah. He's standing next to Brady Quinn, who I think is playing center. Yeah. So there's yeah, yeah there's yeah. back there. They've got their shirt, their jackets off, and they're all just trying to figure out what's going on, what what this poor director is tasked with doing. <laughs> I miss Dave Wanstead. Tiny field demos. Thank I think you that's good. You're gonna right. have to watch the Fox pregame show to get it, and so maybe you'll get points. Who's to say? They build like a portable version at game day. Oh, that's true. And you get to see Marty Smith's shoes. That's right. Yeah, that's how we know about his shoes. All right, next pick. Let's do a little hometown bit here. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the new coach of Maryland football, Mike Loxley. Yeah. 
Um, did you know? <laughs> so what I like about this, I like about eight things about this pick. But what I like most about this is the fact that when Mike Loxley took over, he was very pointed in saying, this is my dream job. Dream job. And this is after Randy Hetzel took over and said, this is my dream job. Dream job. So I like Maryland football. I want Maryland football to be better. We talked to our friend Taylor, who is back there. Please, another round of applause. Yeah, for come on. Who's a very proud Maryland fan. And, and yeah. Yeah. And what dawned on me is that all the reasons that Taylor, as a Maryland guy, likes Mike Loxley have nothing to do with football. No. <laughs> and that strikes me as a bit of a problem. Yeah. So the reason that I think people are excited about Mike Loxley, it's not because he punched a guy in New Mexico. We can get into that later. He did do that. Not that. It's just a fact. But Mike Loxley's a hometown guy. Yeah. And presumably he knows the DMV he better than anybody DMV else, area. right? And right. that is kind of his brand now. He knows how to navigate, like, the dangerous terrain of the DMV. He can be your Sherpa yeah. Maryland football. <laughs> Mike Loxley. Yeah. No, he, there's no coach in America that is credited with knowing an area like Mike Loxley knows the DMV. Or is it just DMV? I don't know if there's a the. It's like the interstate thing in California. Yeah. I don't know which way we go. Is there a the DMV? Yeah. Okay, who's to say? Um, and like, it, it is astounding that he has built up this reputation as a okay coach, but he knows the DMV. He brought Aurelius Ben to Illinois. Shout out all the Illini back there. No? No? All right. All right. First show ever. Yeah. I took a swing. I took a swing. Usually packed to the gills with Illini <laughs> football fans. Um, but it almost makes me feel like he's a Yelp power user in the area. There's just, I don't understand why he is the one who gets all the credit. Is, are there Yelp power users? I don't, I don't know. He's the one who like, is the terrible Uber driver who says, no, no I don't listen to Waze. Yeah. I know the area. Yeah. And then gets caught in traffic. Mike Loxley drives into a construction zone. <laughs> so the lesson of this is Waze knows the DMV best. I don't know. Uh, I do like the fact that he wanted the job more than anyone else. And the other thing that Taylor pointed out is he might have been the only one yeah. who wanted it. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just, you know, facts only. But right. um, I'm going to root for him. I don't know. I want Maryland to He's be better. Get, so the problem, or the good thing is, no matter what happens with Maryland this season, that's the talking point. That's, exactly. That's 12, and if they make a bowl, it's still going to be 12 times that you're going to get points, because I don't think they're going to make a bowl. <laughs> All right, our last pick of the first half. The first half. Of day two. So this is the off-season looping, right? This is they looped a terrible loss in the weight room all season long to really sell at home how bad they were. I don't know. This is, I think, Rashawn Gary on the screen, so I don't know if that would probably, what, Penn State? Could you think be, that's yeah. the Penn, Penn State, State locker room? Penn State, yeah. Yeah, it could be Wisconsin. And there's just something about off-season motivation. It's probably only going to pay dividends early on in the season for me. But, like, he added 30 pounds of muscle in the off-season. Can you add 30 pounds? You can't. We looked it up. We did some research as jacked humans like Ty and I are. You can't add that much muscle. If, you come, if you come back and report to fall camp looking like David Boston, that's a problem. That's an issue. Like, it's a little fishy that maybe right. there's something more going on there. Correct. And so 
the off-season motivation thing, I was trying to figure out what it would be to like really motivate me that would be looped in my room nonstop, and it would be those texting bubbles that come up. When I was dating, you see that, that bubble come up, you're like, oh, here comes a great message, and then it disappears. That's the motivation. That haunts me to this day. I have a son, I am happily married, and those bubbles really do it <laughs> They really do. So I think this is gonna come up early on in the season. Probably not with Michigan too much after the way they ended their season last year, but it's going to come up. I like this pick an awful lot because it's something you hear. We did, a, we did a pick last year where we talked about a strength coach having a screw loose. You might yeah. remember that. <laughs> that might be required for this pick, right? Or at least a coach with a screw loose. Yes. To just decide that this is a, a good way to motivate players. Now, are you an easily motivated person at the gym? I don't think... At the gym. We'll get <laughs> I don't, I don't think that this would do it for me personally. Right. But maybe it works for somebody. I, we're going to see it. We're going to see it around, and it's going to be weird. And I want to see the clips. That's, they never really show the clips. I want to see the clips looping and looping and looping. In they these never show the clips. It's always just a talking point. No, they don't. So why don't we just show the first three picks for okay. each of us? A review? Okay. And why don't we bring up an expert? Because we don't know what we're doing, obviously. Why don't we bring up our friend who, who writes, who is part of the grander college football universe. She writes for Vox.com. She used to be at Every Day Should Be Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, Jane Coaston. Get her a mic. Did we figure out how we're, are we all standing? Are we all sitting? What are we doing? Do we have a mini field that maybe we, we can run some plays on? I think you're good, talk, Hello? Hello? Yeah, there it there is. Okay, you can hear me. Okay. What's up, Jane? What's going on? Ty, this is, a, this is DC, which means we have to bring in politics. Has anyone told you that you look kind of like Pete Buttigieg? I'm everybody. <laughs> I heard that like eight times. <laughs> Stick around, Ty's got some plans. I'm announcing my presidential run after the show. Yeah. yeah. It's uncanny. I Jane won't also volunteers to compare college football things to political things. It helps. Which seems haunting. <laughs> and I don't know it's who it's more insulting to, honestly. This no, is it, what you it, choose. It's great because sometimes I'm like, no, no, no. You have to remember that college football is a game. Mm -hmm. And politics should not be a game. No. <laughs> Like, remember that one time when, like, politics was, like, serious and college football was fun and then mm -hmm. everything became not Death. fun? Death. <laughs> I didn't like that time. Yes. So it's great to have you on this big college football stage. Um, I don't know how often that'll happen for Michigan for your love. Dan. Dan. So I, I'm glad we could make Dan. this happen for you. Don't, don't make I'm me I'm married into this you. family. We can uh, just talk about Michael Dyer. All day. No, we can't. Yes, we can. He was down. See? All right. Round of applause. Was he down? Yes. And that's the whole, the whole place. <laughs> the whole place agrees. Why don't, we, why don't we take a look at this? And as you can be our, our Mel Kuyper, our Todd McShay, how would you analyze the, the value that we have early on? Well, I think that, um, let, let's be real here. I think that the use of the term swag is yeah. going to get Dan a lot of points. <laughs> I agree. Because I agree. no one knows what it is, mm -mm. <laughs> which is why you're going to hear like Lee Corso talking about like this person has a lot of swag. Is and that your Lee Corso gonna, impression? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not bad. I mean, basically. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much they bring Lee Corso Whoa, on the that's set weird. and drive him off. But uh, pr transfer portal, because then you get to complain about the youth. Yes, for reasons always. that no one can 
can explain. Again, Lee Corso is going to get Can you say youths or youths? Youths. Youths. Sorry, just wondering. And then again, off-seat is the motivation, which means they'll just keep bringing up things I don't want to think about. Right. That I don't acknowledge having happened. Yes. And that will be personally painful to me. So mm. I think Dan's roster looks pretty good right now. Dude, would, would you like to say anything about mine? Yeah. I mean... I mean, she called you Pete. We're friends too, Jane. I, I do think the tiny field demo is going to be great, especially because it's... Player, like. The best thing about Fox's lineup is that it's clearly people who think that they should still be playing football <laughs> yes. in some part. So Reggie Bush is like, no, 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 like snap it to me. Uh-huh. Like we'll do this right here and now. And everybody's like, no, Reggie. Reggie, no, no. It's over. Yeah. It's over. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That, that's the actual last segment on the show. It's over, Reggie. <laughs> it's over. It's time. Yeah. It's time. Just send send it home. Yes. It's over. So that's gonna get him points. What else do you have? Uh, no. For Ty. This looks good. Uh, Ty, I think the Mike Loxley thing is going to be great, especially for the extremely DMV-related. The gre- regrettable thing is that Maryland football has fan. So fan. He's right there. Hey. He's hey, waving. Yeah. No, it's always fun when you play Maryland in something that isn't basketball, because then you just bring yourself to Maryland, and you're everyone yes. needs to be there. It's yes. great. Oh, man. Like, it's like, it's like a Michigan game I can get to on the Metro. <laughs> it's fun for everybody. We'll have to remember that one. Write that one down. Yeah. Poor Maryland. People are going to be referring to them as an ACC up-and-comer in 2028. <laughs> Poor Terps. Okay. So, yeah, I, 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 got I think I'm stronger here. I do like the swag. The Secretary of Swagger Culture? Yeah. I can't even say that. No, yeah, I like difficult. this. I feel good about what I have coming up, though. Okay. You, I do feel good about it. You're a finisher. Okay. Yeah. So right now you have me ahead? Yes. Early. You ahead. You okay. ahead early. But, okay. you know, there's still time for you to get scored on a bunch because you don't have any defensive line to speak of. It's true. Now, oh. tough but fair. Yeah. <laughs> tough but fair. Yeah. You, All right. you, you hired Brady Hoke. I'm sorry. Like, that was. <laughs> we agreed to never, you, ever. Hey, hey, you started this. I know. I did. You I, did. Ladies and gentlemen, Jane Coaston. <laughs> Read her, follow her, treasure her. I need a towel. So, who is up to pick? So I, I guess think I, I think you're up again. Yeah, I had the off-season looping. So the pick okay. is in, Taylor. So I have selected an unusual major. <laughs> if you can't fully see the screen, it says the Yukon Puppet Arts Complex. <laughs> and this doesn't happen often. Sometimes during a Stanford game, it does happen. It does happen during a Stanford game, yeah. But it's usually sociology. English, business, something like that. Business administration. General studies. General studies. Sure. Sometimes you'll see, let's assume Dan Orlovsky at UConn, (laughs) a puppet arts major. (laughs) Stanford had Andrew Luck as an architecture major, and people freaked out that it deviated this much from a normal major that the thing that hurts me, though, I will say, that Tom Hammond is not calling games anymore. Oh, baby. For Notre Dame and NBC. He Tom loves Hammond a good major. never met a slightly different major that he didn't want to talk Correct. about for 15 minutes. Yes. That was his calling card. It was, it was sad to see him go. And I'm sure wonderful for you. But it was sad for me to see him go because he was ridiculous. Some other interesting majors that yeah. we discovered in our laborious... <laughs> whatever. 
<laughs> our research. Uh, Arizona has a racetrack industry degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State has a floral management degree. Great. App State, a fermentation sciences degree. Hell yeah. Uh, UNLV, entertainment engineering. That makes yes. sense. The thing that's a bummer is I think at Texas A&M, it's only a meat certificate you get. <laughs> Which would be great on the graphic that, like, Speedy Doyle has a meat certificate. Um, and I, I also want to say Georgia has a poultry sciences school. That would make sense. That would make great. Ball, Ball State has a popular culture degree, which sounds like a hell of a lot of fun, right? Great job. Is, is that where Jason Whitlock went? Uh, I think it is. Cool. And then the only other one I have here that amused me was Duke has Canadian studies. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Watch some SCTV. It's a little unusual. Yeah. Canadian studies. Duke. ACC. We're acceptable. All, All right. right. That's, I think it's, it's not going to pay dividends. But when it does, no. cash. I like it. All, All right. right. Pick a pick. I need to make sure that I'm sitting down at least for a moment. Uh-oh. Before I have to stand up and do a demonstration. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about late game James Franklin. Yeah. Are there Penn Staters here? All right, they're going to That's what I was afraid one. of. Clock banjo. <laughs> it all counts. So, James Franklin, in his tenure at Penn State, is 15 and 13 in games decided by one score. That is not the worst in the Big Ten. Nope. By any stretch, it's actually about well, middle of the pack. It's the Big Ten. <laughs> Continue. It's it. The pro the problem is that he's three and twelve versus Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Mm -hmm. That's an issue. Yep. James Franklin is sort of known at this point among many Penn State fans and some college football fans who, you know, ha happen to pay attention at the wrong time. Yep. For just kind of overthinking it. Like I had a moment on our show years ago where I was doing an ad read for Blue Apron, and the word was Globe Tomatoes. Yeah. G-L-O-B-E. Globe. Are you comparing James Franklin to somebody who might not be able to read? And, you know, the problem was I overthought it. Yeah. Because I'm always like, you know, I feel, I feel a bit overwhelmed by you yeah. with your, your food Udon knowledge. noodles, yeah. And I decided instead that the proper pronunciation was Globe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And you know, Nailed it, Ty. You did a great job. And, you know, I just, I never really lived that one down. Mm -hmm. I kind of got the yips when it came to pronouncing the word globe. We got emails asking if that was a bit. <laughs> that was not a bit. No. And so here we are with James Franklin, where at the end of a game, it seems rather obvious to many of us watching at home what should occur. But instead, he's playing in the Citrus Bowl. He's got three timeouts left and decides that he'd like to take all of them home with him in the offseason. Yeah. Other very questionable decisions. And yeah. so we went back, we actually reviewed the tape. And if I could do a demonstration for oh a second. Oh, my God. There are two stages of late-game James Franklin that it's I like think are It's like a safety pertinent. demonstration. This is like a safety demonstration. So the first, this is how you know, this is, this is when shit's getting real. Right. We kind of have the crossed arms look like this. Yep. Yep, about even Or he's with. just staring longingly up at the scoreboard and maybe back at his assistant coaches or some of the other players. He's seeing signs and cosigns. He's trying to figure out a Zach, He's Zach Galifianakis. Right? Yeah. But then when he goes all this, 
Oh, when the hands hit the hips. When the hands hit the hips, that is DEFCON 1. Yeah. And that is what you need to worry, if you're a Penn State fan, about late game James Franklin yeah. losing again to a big game, a big team like Ohio State, Michigan, or Michigan State. Yeah. I think or it's Kentucky. Yeah. In the Citrus Bowl. <laughs> Easy, Pete. <laughs> It's a long debate, Pete. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Okay. You will get points, but Penn State's gonna be pretty good, so it probably won't happen often, right? But again, it's like an unusual major, when it does. When it does. It will happen twice this year. We're gonna get a lot the of The over-under is two and a half late yeah. game James situations throughout the course of the, the 2019 season. The hip holds. Two and a half look hip for the holds. Hip. Okay. I'm serious. I went back and looked. The hip hold. The hip hold. That's okay. when you know it's getting real. All right. The pick is in. This is also my pick. Yes. And I decided to go with a crowd favorite. Let's talk a little bit about post-game handshake tension. Yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation we need to have. It's mostly about Michigan's coach. <laughs> We did, we did, again, a fair amount of research on this, and you're right. Jim Harbaugh has been in a lot of these situations. He is involved. It's like Forrest Gump finding himself at different points of history <laughs> in the background. Who did he run after? Jim Schwartz? Yes, he ran... No, Jim Schwartz ran after him. Oh, to that's be right. fair, that was ugly. You have the Pete Carroll thing. What's your deal? What's your deal? Real... That was, it was a jerk store comeback from Jim Harbaugh <laughs> on that one. What's your deal? And he ran away from Dan Mullen in the Peach Bowl, which didn't happen, Jane. Did not happen. Um, but no, they're, they're like we had Gary Patterson and our Bryles. They were very upset at each other. We have these, these tense moments. You have printed out a list of coaches that you think run the hottest right now, yeah. that are most likely to be involved. I was saying we could pull the room a little bit on like okay. four or five of these guys. Okay. All right, so just give a round of applause if you think this guy runs hot enough to maybe conjure up some sort of, I don't know. Tension. Manufactured tension because yeah. of like a penalty or Tom Herman. I think it's going to do well. I think Tom Herman has a lot of passive aggressiveness in him that yeah. we just, we don't always see. Yeah. You know, like as opposed to Gus Malzahn who just buries it deep it's inside. It's all in here. What, it's you compared him here. to like Ned Flanders before? Yes. The episode of The Simpsons where Ned Flanders kept burying it and then it all came out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Well, we know Tom Herman doesn't have aggressive aggressiveness because we saw him try to demolish a locker and it didn't go well. No, it didn't go well. No. I think Tom Herman is a candidate for this. I think PJ Fleck has a real opportunity yes. here. Yeah. PJ Fleck, you know, high motor. I high motor. Say. High motor. Yeah, head on a swivel. Row the boat, trying to build Minnesota up into something. Could be a tricky team in 2019. Yeah. Tie knot a little tight. Yeah. Yeah, a little. Yeah, he's got the huge tie knot. Huge. Thing is gigantic. Yeah. But he seems like the kind of guy who might take something the wrong way and decide that he's just going to pull a Buddy Ryan and run straight to the, straight to the tunnel. <laughs> yep. Who else here? Um, Herm Edwards. Wild card. Wild card. I, they're, not, they're not super into it, it seems, as Herm Edwards being running hot. Because he, he wants to talk. Yeah. Herm Edwards wants to talk. He wants to get to the core well, and like, right. find he, out about the person. He, he's a Catholic. <laughs> as we were told when he learned that Arizona State was the Sun Devils. Yeah. <laughs> the Devil's Digest. He wants to talk it out. Will Muschamp. Yeah, obviously. Will Muschamp, I think, is... Yeah. He's thought about this more than once. Oh, absolutely. He'll <laughs> rip off his shirt at the middle of the field, yeah. Well, no, Ed Orgeron's the next one on the list. He'll rip off his shirt. 
The problem with Ed Orgeron, he's going to get really upset. When he gets upset, he starts warbling and gurbling, and the other coach isn't going to know how to respond. It would, the other coach will leave Whoa. because he's afraid of Ed Orgeron. Yeah. It'll be like a passive mm -hmm. handshake. Step. Yep. Post-game handshake tension. What, is, so what are the options, though? If you are up, you're clearly upset each other. Somebody's running up the score and calling a timeout to put in another, you know, uh, uh, to score again, whatever. The, what are the, your options if you are greeting each other? One, you can run away. That's the full buddy Ryan. Yeah, Two, you, you can right get you can get into each other's faces, but you're not going to be able to articulate everything because it's real quick and separate. Right. So it's going to be a lot of like, fuck you, fuck me, fuck you. It's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> Because we're talking about coaches, and that's as far as it goes, generally. Yeah. Or you're going to get the, what's your deal? And then Jim Harbaugh, lightning on his feet. <laughs> what's your deal? <laughs> there are limited options, but I think those are good. And don't forget, on the FCS level, we still have Bo Pelini just floating yes. in the ether. Ever <laughs> the free agent in this category. Yes. So, Always willing to perform. Yeah, I think we're going to get a couple. Again, when it hits, it hits. All right, where are we going next year, Dan? All right, next. So we've had... Mm, yes. We've had a couple of pretty big hires, coaches who are coordinators in the SEC, go other places. Oregon, Colorado have been sort of the more recent ones. There's something about an SEC mentality at a non-SEC school. <laughs> Again, it's like swag. What's an SEC mentality? Nobody knows. It's having generally really good players more than the other teams. As far as I can tell, though, Eugene's not going to have an SEC mentality. <laughs> I've been there. Boulder's not going to have an SEC mentality. I've been there. An SEC mentality involves railroading a referee who calls your basketball game not great and ruining his life and business, <laughs> tailgating on train tracks, tailgating next to a nuclear power plant, <laughs> Hearing that your coach has a $36 million buyout and saying, all right, <laughs> what? What? When you get mad, you paint a rock. That's a real thing at Tennessee. Lane Kiffin leads, we're gonna show him, we're gonna paint a rock. I just don't see these things happening, Ty. You wanna kill a bunch of trees? Yeah, they kill trees. I know, poor trees. Had to do it, sorry. Roll Tide. They, you, re, you yell Roll Tide like it's World Star. It makes no sense at any point. I just don't see it happening. The SEC mentality. Anywhere else. This is a very close cousin of another name that, or name, another item we had in our list. Coach comes in and wants to be more physical. Yes. Like, Gotta what coach does not want to be a little more physical? Right? Like, it just, it always happens. We had one. A couple years ago, new defensive coordinator wants to approach the game with a more attacking, aggressive mentality. Yeah, always. These are all kind of in the same genus, generally speaking. Yeah. So I like this one a lot. I think you're, I think you're in line for some points here. I think I'm, I'm feeling very good about this. Are we ready for, is this my pick once again? This is again your pick, yes. I think this rounds out my roster, the pick is in. This is your last pick, a big one. Les Miles is one of five coaches who has won a national championship. <laughs> If at any point anybody says this and the other person in the broadcast booth doesn't start with a sentence with, okay, but, okay, but, then they should be fired on the spot. Les Miles has won a national championship. He is one of five who have won the national championship. Do you know who the five are? 
So it's Jimbo, obviously yeah. the first person you think of in college football, <laughs> championship head coach. Um, obviously Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney. The fifth is tricky. Some would say old dog, new tricks. Some would say old dog, new tricks. It's Mac Brown is the fifth, which is insane. We're in such a bad place as a sport that Mac Brown and Les Miles are in an impressive group of people. What I, what I like about this one is that, again, announcers have a lot of time to kill when they're up there in the booth. Yeah. And somebody on like the Z team is gonna have to do Kansas games this year. No disrespect to the one Kansas fan who listened and emailed, he was very angry about our preview. Yeah. He was. Sorry about that, dude. Really sorry. Hey, okay. Kinda not really. And I quote, why didn't you talk about Kansas? Kansas. <laughs> having the best secondary in the Big 12. Kansas. And I looked it up. Kansas had the worst secondary <laughs> in the Big 12. So if you're wondering if college football is an uncurable disease, <laughs> we got an email from a Kansas fan asking why we weren't more optimistic about Kansas. But what I like about this is because announcer's gonna find himself in some black hole, the pregnant pause, the whole flutie thing. Yeah. And he's gonna start talking about how, you know, Les Miles coming to Lawrence gives instant credibility instant. to a Kansas football team program that has lost, I'm not kidding, 90 games in eight years. Mm -hmm. That's a boo. That yeah. is three times the amount that Urban Meyer has lost in his entire collegiate coaching career. <laughs> eight years, yeah. nine or more losses every year since 2010. So, I know, everybody's just like a murderer. Everyone's hearing this with, with virgin ears. I love it, but it's yeah. like, they've been really bad for There's quite some time. There's a fog over the room. It's like boo. Yeah, you brought us all down. So, the thing with Kansas is, to you, if you were going to subscribe to the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours rule, is Kansas or is it Rutgers who, who's closer to becoming a losing expert? I feel like it's Rutgers. It has to be Rutgers. Yeah. The lows have been lower. I feel like it's been Rutgers. It's got to be Rutgers. I right? think it's Rutgers. So, congratulations. <laughs> Kansas, we're not Rutgers. I... The, the other thing that I like about this is, you know, win or lose, it's like the old win or lose, we came for the booze thing. With yeah. Like, this is, this could represent Les's blaze of glory. Right. Like, it's probably a swan song. This is probably not a long-term thing at Kansas. If nothing else, mm -hmm. there'll be at least a couple interesting things that fall out of the Jayhawks football program this year. And that's I, okay. That's at yeah. least okay as college football fans. I enjoyed that Les was really enthusiastic about getting back into coaching. Interviewed at a couple of group of five schools, and the reports were, it didn't go super well, we're not hiring him. <laughs> and then Kansas stands up and says, how what? <laughs> okay. That's Les Miles in Kansas right now. All right, our last pick of the evening. I want to have a serious discussion here, folks. Uh -oh. Pregnant pause. I want to talk about midfield logo desecration. Yeah. It's so Michigan-centric, I love it. Was that your James Franklin? That was my James okay. Franklin. Did I sell it? I'm just doing it for this side of the room, yeah. So there was an issue, a moment, an issue, whatever, where Devin Bush from Michigan... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> Decided to take some matters into his own hands Feet. and go on out and just take his heel, his big old boot, mm -hmm. to the Michigan State Spartan logo at midfield. Yeah. 
We watched the video backstage about eight times. Yeah. It kind of never gets old. Mm -hmm. um, at one point, his, 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 his earphones fall off. Yeah. And Does then he it stop him? No, 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 no. Then he decides like he's just ready to go. Mm -hmm. Coaches have to hold him back. Like he was fired up for that game against Little Brother. Yes. There was also a situation with, uh, I believe, Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. A little bit of Baker Mayfield to him. <laughs> Baker Mayfield decided that he was going to have some fun with the, the midfield logo. Yep. Our issue with this, and you brought up a very good point, mm -hmm. there are a lot of schools now that just have field turf. Yeah, it's more difficult. And so if you want to go out there and destroy the midfield logo, mm -hmm. like you really got to want it. You have to try. You will really hurt the turf in this game. And the, good, the really good part of this story, Michigan State does not have field turf. They have natural grass. And we looked it up. Michigan State has an award-winning field. <laughs> like the Turf Association. Two years running, folks. They are one of four schools in America that has won Turf of the Year twice. <laughs> That's what Devin Bush did to it. He treated it like the spotted owl in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> this beautiful, pristine, award-winning turf. Devin Bush desecrated, not unlike what Baker Mayfield did with the flag at Ohio State. So I don't know if this is gonna happen. Half the stuff on here probably won't happen. Right. But when it does, I wanna be the one just Money. waiting for it to fall out the back of the truck. Yeah. So there you go. So all right, let's see what we got here. Let's see our final. These are good teams. These are solid teams. So go through your roster real quick. I've got, do you have Trevi up there? Yeah. Does he I, go by Trevi? I'm, I'm workshopping it. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence as the already the first pick in yeah. the 2021 NFL Draft. Tiny field demos, which I love. Mike Loxley knows the DMV. I'm so jealous of tiny field demos. Let it be known. Does that say near win Jim? Near win Jim for James Franklin, yeah. <laughs> Again, the Penn State contingent is digging it. Headshake snubbing and midfield desecration. Yeah. And yours. Oh, I'm gonna turn all the way around. Okay, so we've got the Secretary of Swag Culture, Manny Diaz. That's a mouthful. We've got Transfer Portal, grrr. We've got Off-Season Motivation, Unusual Major, the SEC Mentality, grrr. Uh, and then Les Miles is Elite with a giant asterisk. And then the asterisk underneath it says, eh. <laughs> And so we have yet another Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper in the audience. So from NBC Sports Network, please welcome Tim Murray. Where's Tim? Where's Tim? Where is he? He's all dressed up, folks. He is wearing his finest flip-flops. What's going on? Okay, so we have complete rosters that need evaluation. You can watch Tim on, it's the Daily Line. The Daily Line, yes, new yeah. show. Yeah. Um, he sort of looks like Scott Van Pelt right now. I have we, hair. Yeah, but he has <laughs> hair. Pretty great. And a lot less money. Yes. So if you're betting, you do a show called The Daily Line. I do. If you're betting on any of these to occur more frequently than any of the others, which one are you picking? Well, I'll just say this. Ty, did you know that Mike Loxley's new coach is former DeMatha head coach? Whoa. DMV. 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 Whoa. Yeah. That'll definitely be mentioned in... Marilyn Howard when it's like 35. <laughs> yeah. Um, Howard's gonna be up that big. <laughs> Again, Taylor, I'm sorry. It hurt. Taylor's left. We don't know where he he's gone. Can I can I make a caveat? Can I can I can I 
better your number one overall pick? Tyler? Sure. Whoa. So how many times on FS1 or ESPN are they going to say, should Tyler Trevor Lawrence sit out next year? Should he sit I have out? it on my sheet. That needs to be I added. If I, that counts, then you win. It counts. It, yeah. uh, then you win. It, because that, that's going to be the whole offseason. Because what happens inevitably once the NFL types get their, uh-huh. get their claws on Trevor you know, Lawrence? You know Trevor Lawrence would be number one. He would have been number Trevor, one last year. It, it becomes that age-old argument because we've seen it happen with guys sitting out bowl games and like, does Saquon Barkley really want to risk injury? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. He's Trevor Lawrence a whole is two, another year. Trevor Lawrence is two years left. Oh yeah. It would be masterful if we heard it this year. I like was maybe in, he should just quit now and just like go to NFL Europe. Is that still a thing? <laughs> There's arena football. Yeah. I was in Miami. As people know, Miami has a great sport contingent. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I'm listening to Dolphin fans, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, you know, Trevor Lawrence those open." And I don't know whether or not to interject into people's bar room conversation. Mm-hmm. And I just leaned over and I go, he's got two years of eligibility. He's got to go to college for two more yeah. years. And I just leaned back in. And they're like, damn. Sorry, well, Dolphin fans. Otherwise, otherwise, was Nick Wright nice? <laughs> the LeBron apologist. Yeah. Um, Bill Snyder's apolog- uh, has retired, so the transfer portal grr goes yes, down a little it bit. It does a little bit. Yeah. But, but Pat Fitzgerald came through in the clutch. A few That's weeks true. Ago. Yeah. Smartphones, man. Yeah. Smartphones. Or you guys just, you know, don't have fans. Yeah. Um, the less is elite is tremendous. Thank you. I, I will give that to Dan. I want to give it to you. I want to. The tiny field demo, can we also add in how many times Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart will talk to Brady Quinn about 05 Notre Dame USA? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It will happen. Well, All the time. Every a, show. Like, I always feel like as a Notre Dame fan, this is a college football, you don't need to be a Notre Dame fan. I always feel like there is like an unspoken tension there. It's very weird for me to watch all of those guys on the same field interacting and like acting friendly. Field. Because, yeah, <laughs> field. Field. Because it, it just seems like they should be sworn enemies. There should be a blood should feud be. after 2005. I was there. I was at that. I game. was there too. Aww. Yeah. Thank you. Aww. Well, I, just, I do want to know Dan, yeah. is the Arizona 44 15 win playing in Oregon's locker room right now? For offseason Arizona? motivation? Yeah, you lost to Arizona by 29 points. I didn't lose. <laughs> I just, is that the Notre Dame fans out there, does Ty just concedes too much? You need to fight back with the Notre Dame jabs. Yeah. They, lost, they lost to Arizona by more points than Notre Dame lost to Clemson. Remember that. This is true. 44 to 15. And this Khalil is... Tate was hurt. <laughs> it's true. No. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Let's just review Notre Dame playoff touchdowns. <laughs> top three, top four, top five. Let's. Whatever you want to review the Helfrich era, or are we want to. He was. He went to the playoff he and did. scored a touchdown. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any other? I. Uh, I would give a. It's okay. Notre Dame is sub Helfrich. It happens. <laughs> we didn't lose to Arizona by twenty nine. No, we didn't. Um, I would give a slight lean to Dan's roster. Okay. I think okay. the last pick, okay. the less miles, because you know every game when Kansas is down by 35. Oh my God. Yeah. But you know, yeah, he won a national. He won a national championship. championship. He has a ring. He wears he it on his left hand. Yes. <laughs> and who was the who was the rapper he got to come to Springfest or whatever the oh, spring game? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was Snoop Dogg. Was it Snoop? Yeah. So he got that. No, it was it was someone more recent. 
Yeah. Oh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Oh, there there it is. Is. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was I was I was desperately trying to find a way to talk about all the makeup he wore in that Capital One commercial. <laughs> but my favorite, and it's going to give you an early lead, was the weather demonstration because you know, for the first three weeks. Yeah. You're picking Texas, that's gonna give you a massive lead. Yep. And then you never go back to weather no. in like late September nope. through the rest of the year. It's just an early lead. So I'll I take like the it. early lead. Yeah, I'll go. take the early lead. So show of applause, if you are on Ty's team roster wise. <laughs> they really kept that going. They like it. That was sustained, yeah. All right, and if you're on my team roster wise. It's about even, but I give it to you. It's me again. Taylor? Taylor. Ty! Whoa! It's Ty, okay. Upset! The Trevor Lawrence, if it includes the sitting out a year, that's a whole off-season of a lot That's a of lot. Yeah, but yeah. It's, just, it's just the season. It's just season. I have, I have a yeah. very bad tendency of picking things two years before they happen. Yeah. Yeah. I did the Mike Gundy hair thing. Ooh. Like, before he grew the mullet. Yeah. How, how could I possibly know he's gonna grow a mullet? <laughs> like, really? He's gonna grow a mullet? Yeah. He grew a freaking mullet. Yeah. A year after I picked the hair thing. And I was kicking myself for. So, what are I'm you gonna be a year myself. ahead on here? It could be the Trevor Lawrence. Well, Trevor thing. Lawrence. The Trevor draft Lawrence time, thing. That's just gonna be all and, you know, Trevor Lawrence that sit and out. And if, if Mike Loxley ends up, you know, maybe surprising a few teams this year at Maryland. Oh, I thought you'd say surprisingly grows hair. That would be great. <laughs> that would be. I would get points for that too. Yeah, you do. But if that ends up happening, then right. that's something that I could see being no, a talking I think point you have, year. I think you have higher potential. Yeah. I, think, I think there's a little more consistency with mine. I like it. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Murray slash Mel Kuyper slash Todd McShay. So, those are our picks. The show's not over, though. So, so there you have it. Dallas, D.C., sellout crowds in both spots. Thank you to everyone who came out to see us live and to all of you listening at home. The college football season is finally here and we are excited to share it with you. Until next time, stay solid. Some people just know there's a better way to do things like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.